You're listening to Transform Your Profits, the podcast for accountants who want to build a more profitable, successful, and impactful accounting firm. Your host is Reza Huda, a practice owner, mentor, and coach to accounting firm owners. Hello, hello. I hope you're well and have had a good start to the day. So I'm just about to head into the office this morning. Early start for me. You know, I don't normally start actually going into the office until about one o'clock. But it's uh, just dropped the kids and it is uh, quarter to nine. I'm heading in because I have a webinar that I'm doing with GoProposal at 10 a.m. So they've invited me to talk about the title being from surviving to thriving how to f- win higher fees even in a recession or even in the common on economic downturns because apparently we're not technically in a recession anymore um so what I want to do is, whilst the thoughts are still very fresh in my mind as to what I'm going to cover, I wanted to give you a snippet of what I'll be talking about and also help me to uh, clarify my thoughts as I head into the office today for the session in about just over an hour's time. So, where do we begin? We can begin with, you know, back in, I started my practice back in 2008 which was the time of the last recession. If you recall the credit crunch of 2008, I actually, if you know my story, you know, I typically start off my keynotes or my speeches from stage with the story of my loan being approved back in uh, January 2008 when everything was still okay and hunky-dory. And then a few weeks later, the world went into financial meltdown, the crisis of 2008, and uh, everything was going haywire. I already had my loan approved, I was mortgaged to the hilt, and there was no turning back. So literally everything was on the line, I had to kind of go through with it, otherwise it would have meant that uh, you know our, our equity had gone in our flat that we had in Birmingham, and things would have been quite catastrophic if I had turned back. So I decided to plow on anyway, and you know my story, I did struggle for the first few years, but that wasn't because of the economic climate, it was because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> because I didn't have a clue how to run a business, I didn't know how to price, I didn't know how to sell, I didn't know how to manage a team, I didn't know how to win work, so I made all the mistakes that, uh, you know, I did uh, under the sun. And it wasn't until, as you know, in 2014, when I met a mentor and I realized that I didn't know what I didn't know, that I didn't know what I didn't know, and there was a lot that I didn't know. So I went on a journey of learning from others who trod on the path before me, from learning from others in the profession, from starting to read business books and reading every book out there on marketing, learning from the experts in marketing from outside of the profession, learning how to copyright, learning about pricing, learning about pricing and marketing literally were superpowers. You know, if you can if you can nail those two subjects and you can become a master in pricing and marketing, then you can scale any business you like. They really are superpowers when it comes to business. Anyway, or to listen to my podcast, <laughs> which are my profitable accountants community, and you can get uh, you know, the distilled and relevant to bits for you running your accounting firm, rather than having to undergo the hundreds of books that I read and the thousands spent on online courses and mentors and coaches and listening to podcasts and YouTube videos and all the rest of it. Anyhow, so where were we? In terms of, yes, the economy and the recession, know this, that even in recessionary times, there will always still be people who do well. You only have to go to the shops to see that people are still, you know, people are still buying coffee and take it to another level. 
the shops are still busy. And there's another one. I find that, you know, we were in uh, in London a few weeks back. My wife was in the market for a bag and we were in Harrods and it was packed. People were in Harrods, the most, one of the most expensive shops in the UK. And people were there and there was queues outside some of the designer brands like Louis Vuitton and Chanel. I don't know why people have fascination with them, but, you know, they do. And people were spending ridiculous amounts of money there. So it goes to show that even in a recession, there will still be people who have money who are willing to spend money. Because remember, it's the macro economy is in a recession. So if you imagine a bell curve, right? Okay, they might be talking about kind of what's happening to the average person. So if you imagine a bell curve, and at both ends there are extremes, and you've got kind of the the mushy middle, I call it in the middle. If you are in the mushy middle then yes, you might struggle. But if you are on the extremes, if you are the specialist, you are on the extremes, you will do fine. Harrods do just fine, even in a recession. Bugatti do just fine. Rolls-Royce do just fine. Because there is always going to be people out there who will be making money through one means or other, and they will have money to spend. So what you need to get better at, again, it all boils down to this, getting better at choosing your who. Become a specialist to a particular sector that you serve. And when you do that, then you set yourself apart from the others. You don't get stuck in that mushy middle. And you can then really thrive in a recession because people will seek you out to work with you rather than just being seen as a generalist. The generalist will suffer because for those businesses who might be struggling and they look at their accountancy fees and they think, oh, yeah, this is a bit too much. And you know, what does my accountant do? He just prepares my accounts. I just see him once a year and he tells me, see me, see you again next year. I don't really get much value from him. He's a generalist. He doesn't really understand my business. They're the ones who might be shipping elsewhere and going elsewhere. But for the ones that you serve where you are the specialist, so if you have niched down into serving doctors or dentists or property owners or content creators like we have, you won't find that. You'll actually find more people flocking to you because there's always people out there looking for solutions to problems. And those people looking for a solution to a particular problem will want to reach out to someone who they feel understands them better, who has knowledge of their industry. Because if they feel that, then they will think that you will understand, you will be able to serve them on a higher level than a generalist. Remember, it's all about perceptions. You don't need to have dozens and dozens of clients in a particular area to specialize. We had just one when we started our capture accounting niche, just one, but we worked with him over 18 months. So we understood that sector pretty well, enough to be able to have, you know, uh, deep uh, conversations and relatable conversations to others in the same sector to show that we had industry knowledge, that we understood them, and that enabled us to actually build out our brand, as it were, talking to that particular audience. And as soon as you do that, as soon as you talk to a particular audience, you automatically get put out there and differentiated from the generalist and you get seen as the expert. And as you know, when you're the expert, you can charge more. So if you give an idea, we are getting inquiries left, right, and center for our capture accounting brand. In fact, what I have to do now, because we were getting so many inquiries, I have to put additional filters to make sure that we are always working to improve the quality of the inquiry we get. So, for example, you know, working on only letting people through with a certain amount of income because we found that actually the startups weren't ready for us, they weren't able to afford our fees, so we decided to up the level of income they need to have in order to have a conversation with us to increase the probability of the conversations we have turning into prospects. We can do that because 
we've got so many inquiries coming in. But if you haven't got so many inquiries coming in, then you need to look at the strategy, the who, actually choosing to specialize because the ones that do will thrive even in a recession. The ones that don't, they're the ones that will get price pressure. Because why do you get price pressure? You get price pressure when your client or prospect cannot differentiate you from the other accountant. And when you're a generalist, that's typically what happens. So unless you've got amazing client service, and if you do, that's great, and they'll stick with you. But even then, there's going to be a limit as to how much you can charge and where you can take that and the stickiness that a client feels towards you, even if your service is good or if your service is great. You want to be able to have very sticky, tight relationships with clients. The way you do that is, yes, of course, deliver a great service. Do more for them. Don't just do once a year. Do the whole shebang. Do the bookkeeping. That's where the value lies. There's more touch points. You become more integrated with the client. They become more reliant upon you when you're providing that full finance function. Doing everything for them means it's much harder for them to extract themselves away because it's a big ordeal for them. It's a huge ordeal for them. And there's more opportunity for you to create wow experiences because you're in touch with them all the time you're building that relationship and remember we're in the relationship business but in addition to that when you're the specialist when you understand their sector when they can talk to you about the sector when you can add value and be proactive with them about stuff going on in their sector then that's going to make them even stickier to you because chances are there aren't as many specialists going around compared to generalists so even if you do decide to specialize in a particular area which is already has got quite a few accountants specializing in it for example you know construction or property it's still fewer accountants in those specialist sectors than in the general sector so regardless of which way you look at it you're still going to set yourself apart you're still going to be able to charge more have deeper and meaningful client relationships and therefore add more value and therefore have clients staying with you for longer and being able to attract clients to you even in a recession because people want to work with specialists people want to work with people who they feel understand them better who can add more value to them and that happens when you can put yourself out there and say that you are accountants for fill in the blank not just generalists not just accountants for small business or accountants for entrepreneurs because that is not a specialism you know who doesn't want to work with people like that you don't your every SME in the country is not your potential client you need to you need to hone that in you need to get laser focused on who you serve because when you get laser focused on who you serve the what where and how to find them will become so much easier so remember we don't do business with the whole economy we do business with customers one by one so your job is to go and find those customers is to put yourself out there as the specialist for those customers and when you do that then they will find you they will seek you out because people are always looking to for solutions to problems you want those people who want to work with a specialist just like you when you want to engage a marketing agency who are you going to favor someone who has experience and puts themselves out there as a marketing agency who is a specialist in working for accountants or just a generic marketing agency I'm guessing it's the former. Similarly, when you're looking for perhaps an accounting coach, (laughs) who would you look for? Or or a business coach, rather. Who would you look for? Or would you rather go with someone who has knowledge of your particular sector, has worked with others like you, perhaps is even an accounting firm owner like you, or a generic action coach, business coach person? Who would you rather go for in order to be able to solve your biggest challenges and your biggest problems? I'm hoping it's going to be the former.
So if you think like that, then your prospects and your clients are thinking like that as well. So, in essence, how do we thrive even in a recession? We get clear on who we serve. When we do that, we can attract business from anywhere in the country. Because now, barriers have been lifted. There is no barrier now between us and our clients in terms of locality. We don't need to have our clients close to us in order to be able to serve them. Similarly, clients are comfortable having Zoom calls with you, being uh, remotely connected to you. They don't need to walk into your office, meaning you can attract business from anywhere in the country. So you no longer have to be local. You have, you know, the whole nation is your oyster now. You can attract clients from anywhere. For the Capture Accounting brand, pretty much 100% of our clients, actually, yes, 100% of our clients, we have never met, have never set foot into our office. They're from all across the UK and the world for that matter. Some of them are residing overseas now because of the non-resident tax banning we've done for them. And you can do the same. When you become a specialist, you will attract custom from anywhere in the country. And that's how you get things like your website working for you because people are out there searching for solutions. So if you're getting inquiries to your website already, imagine if you converted that into a specialist website. Started to create some content answering the questions of your specialist sector become seen as the credible authority in that space putting out valuable content and as you get deeper and deeper into the sector you will then automatically know where to go what to do in order to build connections in that space who were the other you know uh, professionals acting for that particular space who where who can i do collaborations with which podcast can i get on what platform do i need to bet on get on all these things happen only after you get the first bit right which is choosing the who choose the who then the what where and how to find your ideal clients will become so much easier Okay, well, I hope you got value from that episode. If uh, you came along to the Go Proposal event, I hope you found that useful. And uh, as always, have a great rest of the week, and I'll catch up with you in the next episode. Take care. Bye for now. I hope you got value from that episode. And if you want to spend more time together, where we go deeper on topics like pricing, marketing, sales, building a team and processes so you can build a firm that is less reliant on you, then come and join the TYP Mentoring Community. It's my membership program where I deliver practical mentoring sessions from my personal experience of building my practice and share resources that I have created and use in my firm so you don't have to reinvent the wheel and waste time and money making mistakes like I did. There's an amazing community of 100 plus accountants that you get to meet every week, share challenges, best practices, and use the power of the group to shortcut your learnings. Go to resahooda.com forward slash mentoring to find out more. Thank you for listening. For more free content, videos, and resources, visit www.rezahuda.com. And if you haven't already, come and join the community in our Transform Your Profits Facebook group, where we support each other to build more successful, profitable, and impactful accounting firms.